and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello, folks, and welcome to yet another episode of the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. You can access all of the back catalogue of episodes at wherever you choose to get your podcasts. We're on all the major podcast platforms. Please remember to subscribe to Sales Chat Show, and you'll be notified of new episodes as they come in. In the Sales Chat Show virtual studio, as always, Mr. Graham Jones, Mr. Phil Jessen, and I'm Simon Hazeldean, and we are recording this using zoom folks because we obviously can't get together face to face but this gave us some uh, some idea an idea for this episode um this episode is called lessons you should learn from the worst zoom meeting of all time before you get into that can i just check that you do have the authority to uh, say what the title of the program is. You're you're jumping slightly ahead. It will allow Mr. Jessen to place. You see, Mr. Jones is demonstrating exactly the sort of behaviour that Mr. Jessen is now going to talk about. Phil, please fill in the details yeah. for our listeners, particularly listeners outside of the UK, yes. just in case it's not reached their shores. Yeah, be quiet, Graham. This is this is my show. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Um, there we go. So for people who are not in the know, in the UK, we've had a very interesting viral <laughs> clip circulating of the Handworth Parish Council meeting, that being a small town up in Cheshire in northwest England. Um, and it has been a wonderful, humorous, but disastrous in many ways, film clip uh, with all sorts of baggage and hidden agendas coming out as the wonderful Jackie Weaver attempts to maintain an element of control, having been parachuted in to uh, put some structure and process into the meeting. And then you've got the good old hanger honours who are resisting left, right and centre, uh, insisting that she hasn't got the authority, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so she then bins them and cuts them out of the call altogether, but well worth a look on YouTube, and Graham will probably tell us how many hits that has had in a minute. So I think there are clearly some uh, issues around that sort of command and control side of the Zoom call, but my own experience of Zoom calls in the last year um, is not a good one. I I think they often resemble a seance where somebody says, can you hear me? Are you you there, Elizabeth? We can't hear you, Elizabeth. And then a minute later, you get this. What do you want to tell us? Uh, Followed by, you're coming through now. Uh, We can't see you, but we can still hear you. Carry on. So I think uh, it's an interesting world, this uh, online meetings malarkey. And I think if between the three of us, we can come up with half a dozen uh, or maybe 10 maximum uh, guidelines on how to have an effective Zoom meeting and avoid the political chaos in Hanworth, or for that matter, the <laughs> seance going on behind closed curtains somewhere. 
that's got to be a good thing. The uh, the infamous Jackie Weaver, who is the the lady valiantly trying to keep this sort this meeting out, folks, is such a celebrity in the UK that. Graham told us before we came on air there are calls for a statue to be built of of uh, Ms. Weaver uh, in in recognition of her. Just just to say, uh, a, a, for those of you outside the UK, a parish council is kind of like the the first level of local government in the UK. So they'll have some sort of sort of responsibilities for the for the town and and kind of things that things that go on. And um, on the video clip, there were there was clearly some dysfunction there was some egos there was some um behavior that was uh crazy so you'll find it hanforth h-n-d-f-o-r-t-h parish p-a-r-i-s-h council you'll you'll find the video clip on youtube if you've got 20 minutes and you can cope with the pain uh it 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 it, it may it may while away a very amusing 20 minutes for you so uh, <laughs> so yeah uh, best best practices and i think it comes back to a point that we had in one of our early episodes uh, when we were thinking about covid a year ago <laughs> Gosh, yeah. <laughs> and one of, one of those episodes was about the fact that if you want to uh, succeed in online selling, you have got to master the technology. And uh, we made that point a year ago. And uh, I've seen Zoom meetings uh, where people have not mastered the technology. I had one on Saturday uh, where uh, somebody was supposedly speaking. Uh, they weren't on mute. Um, but nobody could hear them because they hadn't worked out how to switch their microphone on on the computer. So they'd switched it off on Zoom, but it was off on the computer as well. So when they switched it on on Zoom, it wasn't actually on, and it took them ages to work that out. Um, And so I think one of the things that salespeople really need to do is up their technical game. And there are lots of people who don't want to do that because they're hoping that we will go back to... Uh, the world where they didn't have to worry about this technology, that this is only temporary. Well, I've got news for you, folks. It ain't uh, temporary. There was a a research done in the United States published about two or three weeks ago. 98% of marketing directors in the States say that they will not return to the old ways of doing things. 98%. I mean, it's here to stay, right? Yeah. And McKinsey, McKinsey research in February. Yeah. Customers, buyers, really overall quite positive about the move to remote virtual with suppliers. Not, not again, very similar data. Not ninety eight percent. That's gone even. <clears throat> that's gone even, even yeah. more. So you just got to get on top. You're right, Graham. You just got to get on top of your tech. You know. So, so, just... so let, let's assume that our uh, sales and marketing director or sales manager then has gone on top of the tech yeah. and they're now uh, contemplating a meeting where there's going to be uh, 16 faces on the screen, four rows of four, as it were. Yeah. What are some of the other tips and guidelines that we think would uh, enhance and improve the, the meeting? I mean, I think, I think for me personally, some of the things, you know, when I've been working with people on running virtual sales meetings or virtual coaching and those sort of cadences and reviews is some of it's just good disciplines that you would have in a face-to-face meeting, but you just got to apply them and they're kind of like on steroids. So, you know, what is the purpose of the meeting? 
What are we going to be achieving? How are we planning on working together? Who is doing what? Clear roles, clear responsibilities. Share the workload. You know, have somebody monitor chat, somebody keeping notes, somebody timekeeping. Keep the meeting shorter because of fatigue of, of the brain processing two-dimensional imagery. So shorter, sharper, better planned, more disciplined. And, and when I first started managing virtual teams a long time ago, when mainly, when I first started, it was mainly teleconferencing, the, the early the video platforms were in their early stages, WebEx, et cetera, started to come in. I remember being told about the two times rule. When you're managing virtual teams or managing virtual meetings, two times more listening, two times more clarifying, two times more communication, two times more often, two times more discipline, two times more summarizing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera more focus, more concentration, because you've got to take account of the missing social cues and the barriers that exist in, in virtual better planning and preparation, not less. And how you about know. the, um, uh, the group work and feedback type of situation that a sales director might want to include on one of his or her meetings where the 16 participants, ideally he, would, he or she would like to put them into four groups of four. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, breakout room functionality. I use it all the time on pro training programs. Works beautiful. Participants love it, by the way, if they've never seen it before. You know, there's there's there's, there's almost nothing you can't do face to face that you can do virtually with a bit of with a bit of um, forethought. I I, I think. But if you're going to be asking people to feedback, tell them it's signpost in advance that it's going to be happening. So, you know, I'm going to come to you, you know, I'm going to ask for everybody's, because silence, silence can mean agreement. Silence can also mean I don't agree with you. So you've got to be very, you know, any, any, any thoughts? Silence. Oh, everyone's agreement. Then not really. <laughs> Just means they're not, they're not verbalizing it. <clears throat> so, so Graham, you were going to say. No, I was going to say the, the point you made about effective, you know, if you're going into breakout rooms, the, tee everything up and plan and prepare it and the fact that you also said a bit before that about the need to plan things really properly I think one of the uh, issues with online stuff is that people forget that what you're doing is effectively a broadcast uh, you're not uh, sitting in a, a meeting room yeah. anymore you're having a meeting but actually everybody is watching the tv and so we need to learn from what TV people do to enable us to watch the TV and engage with it. And so one of the most important things is really, really, really detailed planning. They don't, you know, a live program has got so much plan and so much detail on it. And if ever you've been into a TV gallery, you know, there may be two people in the studio running the program. Their cameras will probably be remote control cameras these days. Uh, in a in that kind of situation sometimes there might be a camera operator in the room but usually they've got remote control cameras there'll be a floor manager who will be just organizing everything in the studio bringing in guests and all of that but back in the gallery there's another half dozen six twelve people uh, and they've all got an important function in making sure that what we see on the tv is good and works and so one of the things that i think often happens in zoom meetings 
is that the person chairing the meeting, in other words, the presenter, is also trying to be the director, the producer, the editor, uh, all at the same time. Can't be done. It cannot be done. And so you need a producer. You need somebody to run the meeting in the background, the person who's deciding what's shown on screen. Uh, the number of Zoom meetings I've been to with people going, oh, let me share my screen. Uh, how do I share my screen? Where's the Oh, no, I didn't meant to show you that. I mean, I was in a meeting the other day where somebody showed us a private email uh, that they didn't mean to reveal because it was their, their job application to leave the company. So their e their, what they had shown everybody else in the business was their email applying for another job. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> they didn't mean to show us that because they'd shared the wrong item because they, but it was if a producer had been sharing the screen. And it, so, you know, you have somebody whose job it is to share the documents on the screen. You don't do that. Somebody else yeah. does that. Somebody else deals with the chat. That's all they've got to do, deal with the chat. Yeah. You've got somebody else who deals with, um, you know, the Q&A session. So Zoom has the ability to, you know, have Q&A as well as chat. So, uh, how do you who is going to deal with this? So you've got a team of people who are not engaged in the meeting, but they're at the meeting doing other things. Somebody taking notes, somebody deciding, you know, which bit has got to be cut out of the recording because somebody has said something that would, you know, might reveal a secret or has said something that if somebody else sees it would be offensive. And so as, somebody's as, got as this technology. Uh, and usage develops, Graham. I mean, if if we were recording this in a year's time, what what other new features or new developments do you think would have come into this way of working? I things that some directors in particular need to get their heads around now. Well, artificial intelligence will come into play in a big way, um, and so it will then be able to highlight, for example, to the producer somebody who hasn't spoken in the meeting yet without you having to monitor it. And so they would tell you that, you know, you'd get a flag as the person producing it, that this person needs bringing into the meeting. Yeah. Because in a, in a real meeting, in a meeting room, the chairman of the meeting will see that person sitting back. They'll be able to witness their body language. But they, they, you can't do that if you're on screen staring through the camera and you've got 16 faces on the screen, you can't see which one of those is not contributing. And then by the time you get to the end, it's too late to deal with it. There's a good way of finding out how this works, and that's to watch a TV programme in the UK called Question Time. It is broadcast around the world, so you know if you're in America, you can see it. It's a BBC programme. At the moment, of course, there is no studio audience. So the studio audience is actually a big screen of people on a zoom call and the presenter of the program fiona bruce makes sure she includes everybody but she can't possibly keep control of asking questions following the conversation and making sure that everybody on screen has, has contributed to the program so guess what there'll be a producer on the other side monitoring who's spoken how many times and speaking in her ear to tell her which person to invite to speak next that's bound to be happening because she can't possibly control what's going on. She's got too many other things to think about. So somebody will be telling her what to do. So I think and you should so, share the workload amongst the team. Give everybody yeah. a role yeah. 
and and they, the one that will make them involved in the meeting, and they're less likely to zone out and drift off, which right. is which is absolutely what yeah is what you know. If you've got a responsibility, you you I, I, just a quick non-technical. I mean, great AI for attention tracking and for involvement, but um, you can also just have a very simple. You know, you've got your list of your salespeople, and just do a little five-bar gate every time anybody contributes. Yeah. You know, a little tick 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 tick, and you can just glance down and see that Louisa. You know, has not has not has not said as much as 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 Nigel. You know, for example, oh, hang on a minute. Well, you know, maybe Louise is a new member of the team, and we yeah. need to gather because she's got great. She's got more experience than anybody, but outside the organisation. So I I want to make sure her voice is heard. Maybe she's feeling, you know, it's first team meeting. Got to make. And I'd also say just a little thing I was taught: if you want them to interact, get them interacting very early. Get yeah. the get establish interaction very early, and don't forget your five minute small talk chit chat. How was the weekend? Yeah. Did you watch the mass singer? How was football? Did you see the Super Bowl? Don't don't forget those things. You know, virtually they're they're possibly even more important. Because what are, what what are your thoughts on uh, Mister Difficult, uh, the team member who has not got the camera switched on? Because well, Mr. Difficult, they... I can mute you if you wish, Phil, you know. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, well, let, thing... let, let's say that there's a, there's a Mr. Difficult who, for some reason, thinks it's his human right not to have the video camera switched on, uh, may, maybe for uh, valid reasons. Maybe the, yeah. uh, the flat that he is working in at that time has got his kids bouncing around in the background yeah. or something. What, what's your thoughts on that? So I think one thing you can do is provide everybody with a background so they can switch a background on um i know that in calls so for example at university when we are doing meetings with students uh, and we're all talking uh, you know different lecturers are all talking we'll put a standard background on um so that it, they're not distracted by um anything and so you could there are there are ways around those practical issues that you can take but to go back to the point about Simon's five bar gate, one thing you could do is take up knitting uh, because the journalist Sue Montgomery took up knitting to measure what was being said in Zoom meetings. And she chose red to uh, knit with the colour red when men were speaking and the colour green when wow. women were speaking. So she had two balls of wool connected on her knitting needles Obviously, I don't knit, so I've no idea how this works. But apparently she would knit with red when all the time a man was talking, she would yeah. just knit in red. And all the time a woman was talking, she would knit in green. And the scarf that she produced from these meetings is almost entirely red. So uh, we've got one of the one of the issues is about the management of the meeting. Yeah. That women tend to be much more concise, uh, much more to the point. We know that men, so other psychological research shows that men do more gossiping and are less on the point than women. Uh, we know that meetings run by women are more productive than meetings run by men. Um, so there are lots of things we can think about in terms of how should you have the gender balance in your meetings. So it's about the planning and preparation of how do you prepare those meetings how do you organize them how do you how are you going to make them work so it's not the technology that that is really that important i know i said that the technology is essential we get to grips with it but that's a practical issue i, I the, hear comments on gender balance from the sound of it uh, we ought to 
do a Jackie Weaver and mute all the men and <laughs> let the women get well, on with it. Yeah, it's it's also you want, a, a, you know, however however we're looking at this gender or whatever you know perspective, you want a diversity of your opinion if you want to be making the best decisions. So you know, diversity in all of its in all of its definition you know, of experience, of background, of nationality, of gender, of, a, you know, so, you know the, I think allowing certain people to dominate conversations, however that is, shuts off other people. They don't feel included. They don't feel part of it. They'll feel demotivated. And you miss out on the wisdom. You miss out yeah. on the, the example, fictitious example I was giving of somebody who was new, but had years of experience elsewhere are you saying that experience doesn't count some organizations the longer you've been there the more the more valid your opinion is it seems to be well yeah there's there is a there is a thing of wisdom of experience of course you want that in there as well but there's also fresh pair of eyes yeah taking a taking a fresh you know taking well, a fresh I, think, I think between us we've got some excellent thoughts there and it's just occurred to me simon i think we need to wrap this one up fairly quickly because graham's got to do a lecture this afternoon titled sales targets and the decline of society <laughs> we're back to our favorite episode why you should scrap sales targets and i am going to mention this graham because he he said why haven't you mentioned it one of graham's is he one of your students graham one of my students for, yeah. work, for, work for apple and go on go Listen, on say it. never set any sales targets Right, so there and you that, are. As a business, they don't seem to be doing too badly without sales targets, do they? I think we need to we need to rerun the target issue on one of our next. Uh, I, I think, yeah, let's 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 have uh, rather like rather like we were saying on on a previous um, episode, weren't we, about television uh, companies like copying format. So it's been one of our hot episodes. So maybe we should do sort of the the repackaged revamp like Jaws two or Superman two or Aliens three. We should do why you should. Scrap sales targets version two. I think well, we should I, have a target I, to do that within the next couple of months. Yeah, let's, let's do that. <laughs> we, can, we can position Graham as being the uh, thou shalt not have a sales target, and we can position me <laughs> only for effect uh, to be saying thou shalt have sales targets, and you can be. You could be in the middle, Simon. I, I will. I will. I will be the what the referee or whatever to 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 do that. Actually, I've got a much better idea. We'll get Jackie Weaver to come and take and run the meeting yeah. in my place because uh, Jackie certainly managed to. Uh, to deal with some fairly difficult people please make sure you have a look at right. Hamforth Parish Council. And by the way, there are now thousands of spoofs and musical versions of it it's gathered an amazing meme pace so well 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 done well done jackie not just 15 minutes of fame andy warhol i think she's she's got more than more than that so <laughs> folks there's uh, uh, um, countless i think we're headed towards the the thick end of 200 episodes back catalog sales chat show wherever you get your sales podcasts run all the major podcast platforms you'll find the sales chat show feel free to subscribe so you get notified of all the new episodes coming out at a, approximately one a week and everything's also available at our website saleschatshow.com so we wish you every success with all of those 
all of those virtual meetings that you'll be having, whether Zoom, Microsoft Teams or whatever, whatever platform. So hopefully we've given you some food for thought and some practical tips. In the meantime, make sure you stay safe and good luck and good selling, folks. You have been listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 